It's time for Tim. The Tim Weisberg Show on 1420 WBSM and streaming live on WBSM.com and the WBSM app. Talk to Tim now at 508-996-0500 or send him a message through the WBSM app. And now, WBSM's big gun, Tim Weisberg. And welcome back in. Hour number two of the program today. 508-996-0500 or hit us up on app chat on the WBSM app. But we have somebody who's been patiently waiting. Good morning. You were on WBSM. Thanks for, thanks for waiting. Hey, Tim. How's it going? Good. How you doing? Great. Uh, I learned something new today about that whole St. Joseph's thing. I didn't know about that. Oh, about St. Joseph's Day? Yeah, I, I didn't know about it either. Till I mean, I'd heard people reference it, but I never really knew what it was. But now that I know that it's a, a, a day that involves pastry, I'm, I'm all in. Yeah. Typical, though. Uh, fathers never get the big celebration. <laughs> we always get the shaft. Well, from my understanding, St. Joseph's Day is actually also Father's Day in a number of different countries as well. Yeah, got you, got you. I believe it was in Portugal or something like that. Um, anyway, yeah, I, I'm calling about the DATCO bus. Yeah, I think that's a shame because, uh, to be honest with you, a lot of people do rely on the DATCO bus because it's more um, on point. Like in terms of time frames, yeah. they're usually on target with their time frames where a lot, of, a lot of times with the commuter rail, especially in the summertime, there's delays, there's like broken down trains. It's been a mess in the past few years. So, um Believe it or not, a lot of people do utilize the DATCO bus because, again, it's, you know, it's always on time. And, and if you have, if you don't have traffic to contend with, then it's a, it'll be a shorter ride than the train would be. Obviously, if there's traffic, that's going to slow down the bus. The bus has to use the same roads as all the other cars. But, it, you know, in, in, in general, um, and, and all things being equal, it's a much faster ride than taking that 90-minute train ride. Yeah, definitely. And on the CPA thing, last thing I'll touch on is I've been thinking about this, right? And I'm like, you know, regardless of what the calculations are, I know there's been like, oh, it's 80, it's whatever. Um, I was thinking about this, like, and I know there's like these theories about why they want to do it. But if you think about it, they're going to cut these, whatever, cut this out of the budget, which is going to cut a bunch of services, Right. You're just going to end up with a bunch of people complaining about why their taxes are so high and what they're get, the lack of what they're getting for what they're paying. You know what I mean? So mm -hmm. in the end, if you play it out, people are, are going to be upset regardless whether they're paying because you're getting less services. Right. So what's going to happen is people are going to complain. Right. They're going to have to find money for these services in the budget, which is going to raise property taxes anyway. And people are just going to keep complaining. So, like, you know, I'll be honest with you. I really don't. Well, not that I know of off the top, but utilize any of those services that uh, the CPA pays for. Not that I know of. But um, I mean, if you think about the price of what it is for what you're getting out of it, it's a no brainer. Right. That's, I mean, that's the way I look at it. And, and yeah, there might be something that, uh, you, you might look at it cursory and say, yeah, there's nothing here that affects me. But then, you know, the day you go to the park 
and you see, you know, this new addition that's been added to the park, you might not even realize that that wouldn't have happened if not for CPA funds. So it's it's one of those things that uh, it, there's a lot of it around us that we just don't realize, which is why I'm trying to educate people as, as, as to what it does and also what it can do in the future. There's going to be a lot of other things and other projects that will need that kind of money. And would you rather, it, they're still going to need to get done anyway. So would it's you rather see it come out of this? Anyway. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It's going to need to get done anyway. They have to get that money from somewhere. So regardless, you're going to pay it. But now at this point, it's like the same thing. It's fear tactics. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, let's cut the CPA because, you know, taxes are high and we're trying to say, but like, this is uh, this is my beef with these are the people who are running the city, like common common sense, I guess, right? You just be like, why are we going to cut something where we're getting so much benefit out of a minimal cost? You know, like it well, just doesn't make sense, and that's the thing that baffles. Like you can't sit, same thing with the rental proposals and all of that, like. People just throw things in the air, do absolutely no research, no, like, just throw out proposals. You, what are they doing? Are they working? Ain't they, ain't, aren't these people paid? Ain't they paid a salary? Yeah, they, they, get, a, they get a stipend of, like, 20-something thousand dollars, but... The, the the real the real thing here is, and, and we talked about it a little bit yesterday with Jack. They're just trying to get people to come out and vote. And if you look at the five, the four year mayoral term, if you look at the joint, you know, signing on for the CPA, those are things that people came out and supported overwhelmingly when they were on the ballot. And so they know that they'll get those people to come out and defend it by coming out and voting for it, which means more people coming out and voting. Okay, so let's just again throw things in the air to rile people up and all that. Like, come on, let's do some work. Let's let's actually crunch numbers and figure out where they can legitimately get this money from. The CPA, when you add up what you're getting for what you're paying, it's a no-brainer. You know what I mean? Let's, so anyway, that's my two cents. Got to get back to painting. You have yourself a wonderful day. You as well. Take care. And, uh, and that two cents, by the way, we can put that into the CPA and the state will match it. So that's the beauty of that program. 508-996-0500. You are next on WBSM. Hi, Tim. How are you? Good. How are you doing? Good. Tim, uh, I do a lot of yard selling and stuff in the summertime, but I ran across something yesterday. It was on a Milford Road in Swansea. I don't know if you know where that is. No. What, what was it again? Uh, on Milford Road in Swansea. Oh, no, I don't know what that is. Okay, it's behind Target on Route 6. Okay. Okay, uh, he's got a big, big warehouse back there, and he puts all, he's got all kinds of tables set up with, with things in there for, with prices on it and stuff, and a lot of it's like old postcards and stuff like that, so you might you might want to check that out, Jim. Yeah, sounds pretty awesome. It's behind Target on Milford Road, and he's got all kinds of signs. He opens up on Saturdays and Sundays. Okay, and do you, do you know what time he opens up? Uh, no, I don't. He's probably right. Even if, like he told me, if my, if my Jeep is in the yard, you can just come in and I'll let you in. You know what I mean? So, oh, excellent. Yeah. And, and that, that's, that's perfect because that's on the way to having to go to Pawtucket. And I got to get to that big indoor flea market slash antique thing they have in, Pawt- in Pawtucket. I've never been to that. Well, this guy on Milford Road, it, it's, it's quite big. It's like a big, big warehouse he's got there. And it's all kinds of tables set up and stuff with all kinds of table, stuff on it and everything. And there was a lot of old... We have all postcards there, so you might be interested in checking that out. Absolutely. Thank you for the tip. You're welcome. Have, have a, good, a day. good day. And, uh, yeah, the, I'm telling you, we got to do radio swap meet. Maybe once a month we'll do radio swap meet where people can, you know, exchange their things that they want to uh, they want to get rid of. 
But uh, the there is that place in Pawtucket. My aunt and uncle go there all the time. And they were telling me that I have to go check it out. And I, I keep saying every Saturday that I'm going to wake up and I'm going to go. And then I wake up and I feel super lazy. And I just stay in my house until it's time for Spooky South Coast. If we even have a Spooky South Coast that week, it's just, you know, the, the more the more I work during the week, the more I want to just sit and, and do nothing on Saturday and Sunday. But this Saturday, I will definitely be out and about because this Saturday is our Hunger Heroes Food Drop Spring Edition. And as you know, you know, young kids should never have to go hungry. That's why we partner with the United Way of Greater New Bedford for the spring edition of the Hunger Heroes Food Drop, which is made possible thanks to Primacare and First Citizens Federal Credit Union. So what we're going to be doing is we're going to be collecting items to serve to school-aged children on the South Coast with nutritious packaged meals and snacks to keep them fed over the upcoming April school vacation week. So the United Way gathers all these donations, and then they put together these packages, and then they distribute them out to the kids that need them. And there's a list of everything you need at WBSM.com, a list of all the things that we will accept as part of that. And you just go on there. You figure out what you want to bring down with you. We'll be at Aldi in Dartmouth this Saturday, March 25th from 10 a.m. to noon. So from 10 to noon, we'll be outside of Aldi in Dartmouth, which is at the Dartmouth Mall. You don't even have to get out of your car. You pull up. You let us know where the bags are, whether it's in your back seat, in your trunk. Pop the trunk for us. We will take the items out of there for you, and you don't even have to get out of the car. We'll take it out. You can just drive on through and make your donation. Or maybe you want to be able to actually get out and get something, and you haven't got a donation yet. You can just go right into the store and grab some of those items, come out and donate them to us. So that's why we're doing it at Aldi, because we've heard from people who have said, you know, I, I didn't get a chance to go out. I would have loved to have donated, but I, I didn't get a chance to shop. And so now we'll be right at the supermarket, right at Aldi in Dartmouth. And you'll be able to, uh, you know, you'll be able to just go, go into the store and get some of those items and come over and donate them to us. But again, also, if you have them in your car already, we'll just take them right out there for you. You don't even have to get out of your car. And of course, if you are, if you need a quarter to get your, your shopping cart, come and see me. I'll have a couple quarters and uh, just, you know, when you get it back, bring it back to me so the next person can borrow it. But I will even loan you the quarter that you need to be able to to, to get your card. Now I got to make sure I remember to have some quarters on me on Saturday morning. I almost never have change. I can't stand change in my pocket. But uh, I will make sure I have a few quarters on Saturday. That's this Saturday from 10 to noon at the Aldi in Dartmouth. 508-996-0500. Good morning. You're next on WBSM. Hi, Tim. What's on your mind? I listen to your show all week long, but I don't listen to Spooky South Coast, and I've been dying to know if you stood at the Condren House or if you stayed at the Condren House. So I recently was there. I've been there a couple of times, but I recently spent the entire night there, uh, and what I did is I stayed awake. I didn't sleep. Some people went to sleep, uh, but I, I investigated all night long, and it was a pretty active night, and I've, I've had some pretty interesting experiences there in the uh, the three times that I've been there so far. Really? Yeah, I mean, I, last time I was there, um, I had this this strange phenomena going on where I was in what they call the birthing room, which is uh, off to the side of where Andrea Perrin's bedroom was. It's kind of like yeah. a crawl space that you would consider like, you know, attic storage space. But in the old days, that's where they would have, you know, if you were giving birth or if somebody was dying, you'd put them in that section to keep them kind of separated from everybody. And I was in there by myself. And I had my little K2 meter, which is you know, not a great piece of equipment, but it detects changes in the electromagnetic field. And every time I shined my flashlight at it, it would spike. And 
it's not supposed to do that. There's no there's no electricity being given off by the the flashlight. But for some reason, every time I pushed the light toward it, it would it would peak. And I I caught it all on video and put it up on my social media because it was so strange and it it kept happening. And then later on, I went back up there and it stopped doing it. So I you know I have no explanation as to what that might have been. Wow, because like on Saturdays, I watch all the paranormal stuff, and I remember hearing you saying that you were staying there at night and. Everybody, it seems like everybody's investigating that house and different things are happening. It's become super active. And part of that is I think that the new owner, Jacqueline, because she looks at things a little bit differently than the previous owners did, uh, I think that the house is responding. So the, the previous owners kind of focused more on on the movie and, it, it, you know, the, the horror movie aspect of what was going on. And now Jacqueline right. has a different approach. She's more about kind of the, the love and light version of it. And since, you know, Andrea has been returning to the house uh, on on a repeated basis, and you know, the first time I went there, I was there with Andrea, so that was pretty special to be there with the person who went through the haunting there, and right. we got a lot of stuff that was connected to her and her family. And then uh, that last time that I was there, we were doing an Estes method session, and uh, I actually had, you know, it was asking for her father, Rogers, you know, Roger, Roger, where's Roger? And then at one point, it came through and said her name, and I said, you know, I'm repeating what comes through it, and I said Andrea. <laughs> And her voice came through the device and said, that's right. And that wow. just kind of blew my mind. Absolutely. Yeah, it's a, it's, it's a fascinating place. And what's your thoughts on that current one that they did with the Lizzie Borden one when they said it was demons that, that was involved with the family? The um, the, the documentary? Yeah. The um, recent one that they just had on Shock Dogs. Yeah, I, I didn't, I mean, you know, those, those people that were involved in it were my friends, but I didn't really like the narrative that was being pushed. Um, I didn't like the way that they, they put it all together. Like, for example, they caught that EVP, or they claim they caught that EVP of Lizzie saying, but I'm a good daughter. That wasn't captured on their investigation. That was captured, you know, in 2007 when I was right. there. I was actually there present with Luann when she caught it. So, Oh, really? Yeah. So I, I didn't like the way that they kind of presented that. And I, I don't know that that was, when when Luann present when Luann presented that information, I don't think she was expecting them to kind of form that narrative around it. But you know, whatever they the producers are going to do, what they're going to do. Right, they're going to do whatever for ratings. Exactly. That's why you get you see shows like Destination Fear, which has decided since they were canceled, they're going to try to go on their own. And so they put out a Kickstarter to collect donations from people to fund a season's worth of episodes on, on YouTube. They wanted to get, I think, like $60,000, and they're up over 200000 right now. You know, people wow. want to see what happens when when you don't have to deal with producers and networks making those calls, and, and the investigators can just make the product the way that they see fit. Right. I like that the best, you know. Yeah, I like think... The, everything, it seems to be deemed... Like, I watch a lot of um, the ghost adventurers and he seems to go to the demon aspect and that's not the case all the time i feel right and, then, and to be honest with you if if demons do exist it's going to be rare that you're dealing with something demonic i mean i know people who are actual you know exorcists and demonologists who say uh you know that 90 percent of the time they're called for one of those cases it turns out to be something else so i don't think that some random and paranormal investigator is going to be going out and having a demon every single time they investigate something Right, and be affected the way that he is all the time by it. It just seems kind of fishy to me. Yeah, I mean, you know, he's 
He's he's the top dog though. He gets the the highest ratings out of anybody. So oh, absolutely, I agree with you there. And, and he, I can't stop watching him. <laughs> <laughs> and he makes more money than I'm ever going to make. So <laughs> thank you for your time, Tim. All right, you have a good day. You too. Thank you. Five zero eight nine nine six zero five hundred. By the way, just a little follow up to this past week's spooky South Coast. We were talking about you know the controversy in the paranormal world recently where people were going to start talking about Zach Bagans and telling behind-the-scenes stories. Nick Groff actually released his video on Sunday where he actually did address those issues. And so uh, if you check it out on his social media channels, you can hear him talking about his negative interactions with Zach Bagans. If you're into all that stuff, if you're into that that drama, I you know I was there, not there, present physically, but I was part of all of that as it was going down because I was working with Nick on the Ghost Stalkers television show. So we were having phone calls uh, pretty much on a daily basis. And, you know, sometimes he would kind of just vent about, you know, what it was like, go- what it was like going through that process of, of, of cutting the cord from Ghost Adventures and why he wanted to do his own thing. And so it's great after, you know, all these years, almost 10 years, he's finally been able to open up and talk about it. Even though he was still, you know, could tell he was still restrained by what his lawyer said he could say and couldn't say. But at least he was able to get some of it out there so that people can realize that, you know, Zach is a bit of a diva. And uh, you can check out that episode of Spooky South Coast on podcast if, if that is something that interests you. Right now, though, I am going to take a break. 508-996-0500 or hit us up on App Chat on the WBSM app. And uh, did you, by the way, did you get your Zeppoli or Zeppoli? I don't know how you want to pronounce it. I'm, uh, you can correct me if I'm wrong. But did you get one for St. Joseph's Day or, or, or multiple? Because uh, from my understanding, you know, I see people post them on social media all the time. It seems like a weekend thing. You go to Rhode Island to some of these bakeries, you can get them on the weekend, kind of like we have the Malasadas on the weekends here. And people go and get them, but for some reason on St. Joseph Day, it's become, you know, a much more, a, a big part of the tradition, which means people are all the more likely to get get them that day. And that's why, you know, Rhode Island's Department of Transportation put up that highway sign, which you can see at WBSM.com and on the app. But did you get some and where do you get them from? Who has the best ones? Because if I want to go and try some, I want to know where to go. I want to try the best of the best. So you can let me know. You can either call in or you can send me an app chat message or send me an email, Tim at WBSM.com. We'll be back in just a few moments. Birthday to the money man, Eddie Money. Today would have been his birthday. Uh, he passed away a few years ago, however. Got the chance to meet him uh, actually first in New Bedford uh, when he was rehearsing for the Rock for Christmas show over at the Wamsutta Mills in some of the rehearsal space over there. But then uh, he participated in the Rock for Christmas event at the Seaport Inn here in Fairhaven. And one of the nicest guys ever. We had him on Spooky South Coast a couple of times. And uh, he he's just a super guy. Oh, was a super guy, and uh, uh, very sorry for his loss. His his wife does a great job of running his Facebook page, and uh, and sharing 
uh, Eddie Money memories with the fans. So if you don't, if you're a fan of Eddie Money and you don't follow her uh, on the Eddie Money page, I suggest giving it a follow. 508-996-0500. Good morning. You're next on WBSM. Hi, good morning, Tim. Good morning, Catherine. Um, let's see. I just looked up the average sal- base salary for city councilors in New Bedford at salary.com, and mm-hmm. it says it was updated February 27th of this year, 2023, you know, the figures. And it says 29805 And so that, and that looks like it's pretty comparable with Brockton, Taunton, Plymouth, Fall River. Uh but, you know, it's no small amount. Uh, that would be about $577 a week, which for a lot of people living around here is quite good. And, you know, it's a part-time salary. I do realize that if, when the job's done well, it does take, I'm sure, uh, a good deal of time. Right. Uh, but I just, it's definitely more than part-time hours for, for most of the counselors. Yeah. Um, but still, it's, you know, it's a goodly amount for a lot of people in the city who, you know, with the average uh, income is, the last time I checked, 27000 per year. So um, I'm not saying they don't, uh, shouldn't have it. I'm just saying it's not a piddly amount mm-hmm. in any event. Um, so I just wanted to bring that up and, um, oh, and, and encourage anyone who's, uh, Who's especially if you're a senior, but not only, um, who's either a renter because you're indirectly you're paying uh, real estate taxes, uh, and a homeowner, uh, a landlord, uh, or a homeowner. Period. I'm sorry, who's paying taxes, um, real estate taxes in the city? That you know, as you know, tonight at seven, uh, there will be two people uh, at the. I always forget the name of it. Ordinances. Uh, the the committee on appointments and briefings. Right at the city council chambers, uh, uh, in at city hall at seven o'clock, and they think they'll have up to the first half hour. Um, and one of them, as it happens, I looked on online to uh, to get their names. I worked with one of them uh, at uh, Bristol Community College, and I expect he's going to be well spoken and have his uh, figures. You know his his um, research done for his whatever it is he wants to say. So yeah, I know he'll be talking was, about um, uh, taxes and how seniors are expected to pay them. Yes, in particular. Yeah. Yep. So uh, I'll see you there. All right. <laughs> I will see you tonight. <laughs> Thanks. Have bye. a good day. And uh, yeah, too, that, that is um, so. Myself and, and and Michael Rock will be attending the city council meeting tonight on the from the committee on appointments and briefings because. Councillor Brian Gomes has put forth a motion uh, to have the media, he, he wants the media to be present so that they can respond to uh, some questions he has about the lack of media coverage in the area. So let me see if I can, let me get you the exact wordage, uh, verbiage here. Um, let me just open up my email from... Just give me one second here. I'm going to pull it up. I don't know why it's not pulling up. Oh, hold on. I do have it for you. I should have had it printed out. And here we go. 
So this is this is what the uh, the motion says. Written motion by Councillor Gomes requesting that the Committee on Appointments and Briefings meet with local media outlets, South Coast Today, WBSM, New Bedford Guide, the Portuguese Times, the Providence Media Market to include channels 6, 10, and 12, and the Boston Media Market channels 4, 5, 7, Fox 25, NECN, and Boston 10, and including the new digital news website called New Bedford Light, founding editor Barbara Rossner and publisher Stephen Taylor. This request comes upon the declining news service and coverage in the greater New Bedford area and further requesting that the committee look into any new bureaus that wish to locate in the city of New Bedford. So uh, I know that uh, myself will be there and uh, and Michael Rock will be there. I don't know who else will be attending from some of these other media outlets, but uh, it'll be interesting to see what the turnout is and if and, and what, what the questions are. I mean, if you if you want to talk about declining media coverage, what what exactly do you mean? Because we've had increased media coverage of the council in recent months with the addition of Adam Bass. And I don't remember that there was ever a time, at least that I've been here, where we would have had somebody at every single city council meeting of every committee and every full council meeting. Maybe some of the other news outlets did that. Maybe the Standard Times did that when it was in its heyday, but certainly, you know, they don't have the, the bodies. We don't have the bodies and it's, it's just the nature of the business, but we'll, we'll, we're looking forward to having that discussion uh, with the council tonight. Let's uh, go to the phones. 508-996-0500. You're next on WBSM. Hey, Tim, how you doing? Good. How are you? I'm fine. Uh, I have a question and maybe you can help me answer. You I'll know, try. the old Chuck, the old Chuck China in building. Yes. The North End? Mm-hmm. All right, they've been working on that place for since last summer, I guess. I just have not been able to find out what what kind of rooms or apartments, studios, what it's going to be, or how you put an application in. I have no, I can't find it anywhere. I'm not sure. Have you reached out to the people at Crave to ask them if they know? There's never anybody there. I know they open in the afternoons. Because um, I, I, w- I was there on a Friday afternoon recently uh, having dinner. So I think they open like around 4 p.m. All right. I'll try that. Yeah, they would probably know because I think they took over the whole building. I'm not totally sure. And another thing, do they have any buy here, pay here places besides the Cottage Street Motors around the city that you know of? Um, I'm not, that's the only one that I'm aware of, but I'm sure that there might be some other dealerships. If not in the city, then maybe, you know, along the, uh, along Route 6 in Dartmouth, Westport, that area. All right. Well, if anybody knows, then call in and they can let me know. Sure thing. All right, thanks. All right, no problem. Good luck with uh, getting the answers on the on the uh, on the uh, Chuck's China in question. No problem. All right, take Have it a easy. Bye bye. 508-996-0500. And if you if you haven't been to Crave, uh, it's 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 really good. It's uh, I I got the one of the big seafood boils because I had to seize the deal, and so I got the big seafood boil, and it was I I, I it took me days to finish it. Five zero eight nine nine six zero five hundred. You are next on WBSM. Good morning, Tim. How are you? Um, good. How are you? I'm doing all right. How was your uh, St. Patrick's Day? Re- it was really quiet, uh, reserved. Yeah. I had uh, I had three Guinness and a whole bunch of corned beef. <laughs> yeah, we we did too. We had that um, and the cabbage dish and the uh, he made the stew the night before. My brother, mm-hmm. my God, it was absolutely delicious. He got the sausages from Farm and Coast. They make them right there. Oh yeah, the Irish car- the Irish ones. I've had them before, but they weren't as good as this. This is the best salmon coats. Very good. Anyway, 
Where is that sushi place on the avenue? I've never, I've never, is it a new? Is the, it, the one that I was at yesterday? Yeah. It's, it's on Brock Avenue down on, down on the south end. It's, yeah. um, uh, let's see, it's like kind of right across from, uh, from Hazelwood Park. And what, what was it before, do you know? I don't know. Was, is, is it kind of new or? They've been there for about a year and a half, William said. Hmm. Trying to think of where it would be. I know my brother, my whole family, they all love sushi. I'm not a sushi lover. I like the vegetable ones. I don't like raw fish. Well, they've got all kinds of other things there, too, uh, if you don't like sushi. but And even they have a lot of cooked sushi rolls, like the tempura oh, okay. style. And they yeah, also like they do ramen. They do all kinds of stuff there. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, oh, yeah. Then I want to tell you, too, about that. Um, what's her name, though, when that called about the corned beef not being good for market basket? She's right. My sister bought a flat cut, and I think she paid fourteen dollars. She was all dying. She was smelling it all morning long in the crock pot. You know, she was cooking it, and it was smelled delicious. She bit into it. She couldn't even chew it, and it was so salty. She could taste the salt in her mouth all day. She threw it out. Yeah, I find there there are certain brands that are like that. Like, uh, yeah. you know, so, like old neighborhood. I like a lot of their meats, but I don't. I don't like their corned beef. I find their corned beef to be a little bit salty. So, I think it yeah, all depends on. One. Yeah, it depends yeah. on what what brand you get. They had three brands, and uh, one brand I've never heard of. So she wasn't sure which one it was, but anyway. But mine was, ours was really good. The point was delicious. I'm, I'm going to be, I still haven't made it out to the supermarket, but I got to get out and see if there's any leftovers on sale. Well, at Shaw's, they had them on St. Patrick's Day for $1.27 a pound. Wow. Only only on St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> see, it, it pays to wait until the last minute. And, and then you get the instant pot. You don't even have to worry about how long it takes nope. to cook. We have that too. Yeah, we use that. It was very good. All righty. Well, I'm glad you had a nice uh, St. Patrick's Day. I remembered it this time, not Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> glad that you did as well. Take See you care. later. Bye. 508-996-0500. We're going to take a break. We'll be back in a few moments. In 508-996-0500, apparently the uh, agenda item to discuss the media coverage uh, in the city of New Bedford, uh, from what I'm being told now, it's actually going to be happening on March 28th, uh, which, you know, the letter we received said it was going to be happening in the Committee on Appointments and Briefings uh, tonight, the 21st, but uh, apparently it's been moved to the 28th, so we'll we'll figure out all of that. I'm hoping that some of you will will come out and support us and say, you know, hey, we we like the coverage that we're getting from WBSM. And is it perfect? No. Would I love to have somebody at every meeting? Absolutely. But the budgetary restraints that we have as is, I I can't have somebody even at every full council meeting. Not if I want to have that person also be able to cover some other things as well. And uh, and I'll be honest with you, uh, a lot of the coverage that we have of the city council meetings People don't read the stories. It's more about, you know, it gives us something that we can talk with you here on the air. Uh, but it's also something that we, you know, we know that the audience will get its information maybe from that conversation. Uh, 
Um, and, and again, it's not nothing against Adam Bass. He does a great job. It's just not something that people click on and read. So, you know, we, we have to we have to utilize our budget in the way that is most effective. That's just the way that it works. And, uh, and and would I love to have somebody at every meeting? In the old days, we had somebody at every school committee meeting. I don't think we had somebody at every um, every committee meeting, but certainly we had every somebody at every full council meeting. But those days just aren't the same. You know, that's when we had myself, Taylor Cormier, in the newsroom. We had Jim Phillips. We had uh, John Faria. We had Greg DeRosiers. There were a couple other folks that we had that we could call on in a in a spot on a spot basis if we had something that needed covering. So it's just it's just not the same. I wish it were. We are we are head and shoulders above where we were just a few years ago, but we're also limited by what we can do. Five zero eight nine nine six zero five hundred. Good morning. You're next on WBSM. Yeah, I can totally understand and relate to that. Uh, we do the. Uh the council chambers and, and, and the uh, political side of it, just because I have a passion for it. But, you know, comparing videos or, or articles, we'll get, you know, 100,000 people to come visit one article, and then the political ones, we only get 1,000, 2,000. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's just people people aren't as uh, deeply interested in it as, as right. you would hope they would be. But, but you know, once again, I'm not trying to beat up on Gomes. I really wasn't going to talk about this man today, but obviously I heard uh, you talking about this item. And, you know, it, you know what bothers me is uh, Gomes has access to things that most people don't as the public safety chair in New Bedford. And uh, there are many items, uh, uh, you know, in regards, you know, because you have to look at it both ways. It isn't just about covering the news uh, on the streets. There's also another side to it. There's crooked police. There's bad politicians. You know, and that, that's all included. One of the reasons why, and I speak to a lot of guys out there that are getting news, right, and one of the issues why they don't like to come to New Bedford or they don't bother doing stories in New Bedford is because getting information is like pulling teeth, okay? And getting back to the point with Gomes having access to a lot of information, he knows of a lot of situations that have happened in the past couple of years in regards to police going rogue and, and doing, uh, uh, you know, uh, heinous crimes in the city while as an officer. Uh, and then when, when he was uh, placed on uh, leave, uh, once again uh, doing crimes, and, you know, you don't, you know, it, Gomes has the power and the ability to put out a press release and have every media source around write the story, look into it. But he doesn't choose to do that. Well, I mean, we, does, we, we've heard nothing from anybody about that story that the Boston Globe had about the officer who was involved in a romantic relationship with, with, with the girlfriend of a, of, a, of a target of an investigation. And there's some other stuff I'm working on right now, right? And you know what they're doing to me now? Because I'm getting a little too close to the people involved. They're going to charge me to have an officer look through the paperwork and redact every name out of it. So they're going to charge me money. I don't know if that happens with you guys, but I think I'm getting a little too close to some stuff that they're not comfortable with. And they have the, 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 the mayor's attorney or the city's attorney contact me, and they want to charge me money to get information. Well, little do they know. I went straight to the court, and I got most of it unredacted with every single officer, the internal investigation officers, everybody's name. So the game that they're playing with me, they're playing, you know, they smile in your face, they act like your buddies, buddy buddies, but at the end of the day, they're not doing what they're supposed to do, and it's pissing me off, to tell you the truth. I know it's a passion of mine. I don't make any extra money following these things, but I think it's important. And, and for Gomes, he has the, he has the ability to help the media 
uh, to get people down here to make sure they have access to the information. But no, he waits to the last minute during an election year to once again, I hate to say it, grandstand. And he's pointing the fingers at the media. We're your friend. You know, we're here to help you. At any moment, you can contact me. Uh, 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 and, and, and leave an article, I, I won't touch it. I'll put it up exactly word for word uh, what you want. You know, bring attention to anything. He doesn't do that. He doesn't do that. No, he'd rather act like the victim, like he's trying so hard and he can't get it done. Well, 30 years later, you walk down the south end of New Bedford, you see an open market of prostitution, meth heads, they're selling drugs out in the open, and then poor family businesses. They're suffering down there. Sure, it's, I'm, it's, it's horrendous. I'm going to hold you there just because I got some other callers, but thank All you right. for the call. Sorry about that. No, Thanks. no problem. Have a good day. Uh, I just want to be able to squeeze. The phones are lighting up, so I want to be able to squeeze in at least one or two more before the end of the hour. But if we don't get to you, we will get to you at the start of the next hour. You're next on WBSM. Yeah, hi, Tim. How you doing? What's on your mind? Well, just very simply, I, you know what I'd like to see is that the cable company just broadcasts the uh the city council. Meetings. Yeah, we're told they're working on it. Well, you know, again, they do send somebody there to tape it, and then you get it maybe a week or so after if if you know it's on. But this way, if a person knew that uh, the city council meeting is tonight, you know, you turn on your TV and there it is tonight. You you got it right there. So it would be like a C-SPAN thing. No commentary, not, no, nothing like that. You just watch it yourself and form your own opinions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, we, it's got to happen. Uh, the the technology is out there. It should be happening. I don't know what the holdups are. I can't get any answers on what the holdups are. I know counselors have been calling for that to happen. Oh, so. yeah, and, and again, for the money, the price that you pay for cable, it's a small thing to ask, I think. And most of the stuff they put on there, whether you pay a lot or a little, uh, you don't want to look at, you know, that sort of thing. But this would be something that, uh, to me, by law, they should be required to do that. I don't understand it, you know, but, hey. All right, let's, All right. I'll let other callers get in. Thank you for the call. Oh, Have thank a good you. day. Bye-bye. And let's see if we can squeeze in one more. You're next on WBSM. Tim, I don't, I don't know what's going on with this whole the media is not covering because I listen to the radio. I listen to different hosts throughout the day and, and night, and I've heard every single one of you guys say, Anytime you guys want to come on, anytime you have an issue you want to talk about, anytime you want to let us know what you know what's happening, mm-hmm. And and I have I you hear the mayor, which you know lately haven't heard from him, but you hear from the councilors. And every time one of them wants to call on, I've never heard any of you guys say we don't have time to listen to you. They always call in. So what is going like? And, not, and maybe not everybody listens to the radio, but you guys can't control that. And that's part of our that's, that's part of our argument that we'll make when we when we go before the council is that you know we do, it's, and it's not just my program, Barry South Coast tonight. Uh, you know, most of the time, Phil has, you know, he's got limited time to be able to take phone calls like that, but um, you know, because he's, it's just his show is a lot more fast-paced. But I'm sure if they called in, like, he wouldn't deny them the time or right. they could schedule something. It's, it's, so, we, so there's no time constraint. It's, you know, night, day and night. There's no, I've got to, to me, there's no excuse I've got for to them think, to be blaming you. Yeah, this is just my assumption is it's got to be more about the fact that we don't have, you know, coverage for written stories at these meetings because as Councillor Gomes said when he was on with me, you know, there's a lot that's happening in those committee meetings that isn't getting reported. And but that's I imagine true. if they submitted a story you'd run it. Um yeah, I mean if they wanted to send press releases about what went on, we, we would still pick and choose what it was we were gonna put up there because, you know, we can't we don't just copy and paste press releases like other media outlets do. We you know, we actually, you know, we, we try to dig into the story a little bit more. So that also becomes, you know, do we have the time to do that? But, yeah, I think they get plenty of coverage, and if they wanted to say something, 
you know, and they want people to listen, they could come on. So I, I find it like a sore excuse for not yeah. getting the word out. Yeah. Well, thank you for the call. I totally agree. I got to take my final break, though. And uh, we will take that break. But just as, you know, Councillor Gomes says that the council chambers is the people's house, this is the people's voice. That's what WBSM is all about. We'll be back in just a few moments. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.